then I choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up, what up, what up? I'm back. This is KMGZ at Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking Kel's podcast. I know I'm late, although not really. Today is Saturday, and I actually gave you an episode last week. So even though it's not the day I thought it was going to be, it's still here. And I'm going to give you all my little normal disclaimer. I don't know how long this is going to be, but this one might be a little bit long because this is like a little, I got a little special guest on here. Y'all know I don't bring guests on a lot, and I usually, uh, Announced them ahead of time, but I didn't this time because this kind of spurred a moment. But if you saw my Twitter, you know, I've been going back and forth. I've been telling y'all, I mean, to flake on y'all, but I just had, I've been real busy and I had a lot of stuff pulling my, on my time. And I was trying to figure out if I wanted to tell y'all or not. And I might as well tell y'all eventually, but so I just figured it's the best way to do it for my loyal listeners. If you don't listen, you don't hear this. Oh, well, but I'm not going to go into a lot of detail. Just going to say I got my old lady here. You want you want to say hi? Hi everyone. That's my old lady. Her name Lita. If you can hear that accent, she's from Georgia. <laughs> so we like. I don't know how I want to explain this. We like we used to go together. What a long time ago? Like seventeen over seventeen years ago. Right. Then we, but we was always kind of whatever. We went together as in the Marine Corps. Broke up. Whoop de woo. Swung the block. When? March. We weren't like total strangers, but like, you know, y'all know I was doing my thing, whatever, anyway. But we both was Marines, so she's solid. And you want me to tell them the rest? Yes. And we like engaged, so <laughs> it's been a lot I'm doing back and forth with that. We're not doing no big deal. I'll, I'll tell y'all more details later, but like, so that's what's been kind of pulling me because she lives in Maryland, so it's like a long distance thing, so y'all know how that could be. Um, it's a lot of time on the phone and, and traveling back and forth. She here now because of her birthday. Happy belated birthday. It was on the 5th. So y'all say happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So she gonna, she ain't used to this podcast thing. And I was like, look, I'm going to just drop you on the podcast. That's easier. You could comment if you want to or, you know, not. Um, but it's not. The format not going to switch up too much. I know I don't do a lot of guests. But I just wanted to introduce y'all. And I just was like, what's the best way to do it? This is the best way to do it. And don't we ain't gonna be on the gram and all that. You know, I don't believe in that shit. Cause one of the topics on here now is LaShondra and them, and I'm about to, and I'm about to, you know, I'm, all that extra social media is, it's, it'd be the downfall. So, and she don't like doing that shit anyway. Oh, and we the same age. We the same, actually, we born the same year. I'm three, three months older than her. So we the same generation, Gen X, the greatest that ever did it. Yes. So we don't have none of them issues. Like she ain't always, uh, you know, anxiety and stress the fuck out ass bullshit. We don't got to go through all that. All right. You ready? Yes. Okay. So a couple things you ain't going to be talking about. So uh, this, these are quick topics. I'm going to knock, knock out the way quick since the last time I talked to y'all. So I went to the Janelle Monet show. If y'all saw, if y'all follow me on Twitter, y'all see me posting. Um, yo, the show was great. I, I think I talked about this on Twitter. The show was great. She did a really good show and I appreciate you know, not knocking the, the legends and the divas, but I really appreciate people when they say the show started at 8, the shit started at 8. When they say they coming on at 9, they come on at 9, and she did that. Like, the show was efficient. It wasn't no long intermissions. Like, she would go that, back behind the stage, change whatever she was going to change, come back. Like, the most she was waiting was, like, maybe 10 minutes. Real good show. She did all my shows. It's great. She came out in the audience and everything. Her mom was there. She got real emotional because she, she went to art school here. And she was like, she used to go to school every day and walk past Radio City Music Hall and be like, I wonder if I'll ever get to play there. And so she got emotional about that. But it was a really good show. I, I like Janelle. I was late to Janelle's music, as y'all know, before. Um, but it, it was real dope. I had a real good time. And that's the first show I've ever actually been at, realized I've been to, besides like that Christmas Nutcracker thing when I went to I was real little. At um, Radio City Music Hall. I think it's the first time I've ever been in there. It's a nice size theater. All right. I think after that, you can probably comment on the rest of this stuff. Okay, so what I want to do next, though. Um, well. So, real quick, everybody's striking. Although, I think 
I've read that the United Auto Workers, they just settled. Well, I know I've read they, they bought their electric vehicle plants under their current contract, so I'm not sure if that means they settle or they still might strike. But look, all the workers everywhere, look, the, the inflation in these prices has been going up since the 90s, and the wages have not. So, like, you know, milk is like $20 a gallon now. It's it's ridiculous. I don't know where they think all these people getting all this money from. Everybody getting knocked upside their head now because people's out here robbing and stealing because why the fuck not? Um, student loans about to kick back in. I don't know where, who asked they think people about to pull that money out of. Um, it's about to be a lot of defaults, I can tell you that. Um, cause you, 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 you ain't got as, I know you own as much as me, but you got a little bit left too, right? Um, yes. Did yours <laughs> kick in yet? Not yet. They said December. Yeah, mine too. Got pushed off to right around Christmas. Like, I don't know who decision that was. Who was in on that meeting? Let's, in the, in the run up year to the new election, let's have student loans kick back in around Christmas and have everybody not have no money no more. I don't know who idea that was. They need to forget them motherfucking loans. They forget them PPP fraud ass loans. Exactly. They can forget these. Them the people that should have had to pay that shit back. Most, and I'll repeat it again. Everybody, like, you should, you shouldn't borrow what you can't pay. First of all, we was trying to go to school better our fucking selves. Because if you don't go to college, good luck with any kind of decent career. But also, that's not what it is. They predatory loans. The, the interest is crazy, and most people have already paid back what they borrowed. You pay a thousand dollars a month, and that shit don't do nothing but go to interest. You're not knocking shit off the principal, and that interest just keeps accruing every year. That's why you got people owing twice more than they took out in the first place. Scam. I'll never pay my shit. I got another skin. Well, I got another avenue I'm trying to take to get my shits taken care of. But either way, they ain't gonna never get it to me. I'm gonna pay you the minimum till I die. So <laughs> whatever. All right. So you you. You a fan of Tupac? You, she from she from Macon, Georgia, y'all. She is Southern Belle, so our little musical taste is different. Let me tell y'all something right now about Lita. I'ma call her my old lady, but y'all gonna call her Lita. She not like up on the. She not not that she don't follow, but she not like up. She don't. She not on Twitter number one, so <laughs> she don't know none of that shit. I always have to tell her she is on TikTok, but she not up on all the culture. You know the social media cultural stuff like like. I am, like, I be having to tell her shit, like, she, did you know that the Tupac killer got arrested? Yes. Okay, so, she follows some shit, so she gonna be upset when I tell y'all this, but I just had to tell y'all this so y'all understand, she has a Samsung phone, so, and she loves me anyway, that's the type of time we on, just so you, <laughs> I just had to explain, okay, them green bubbles be coming through like a motherfucker, okay, so, okay, so Tupac's killer was arrested, um, apparently this dude, y'all been following him on YouTube for a while, and people say he been confessing for damn near 20 years that he was in the car, I don't know, I read the article with the charges, and the charges say, um, it doesn't say accessory to murder, it says murder, I'm not sure how they're gonna be able to, if that's the correct charges, because everybody pretty much agrees, the guy that actually shot Tupac, Orlando Anderson, is dead, mm-hmm. His uncle, who they say was also in the car, is also dead. So this is the guy, the only, uh, if there were three people in the car, he would have been the third person. He didn't fire the shots. He wasn't driving. So uh, the only charge that could get him with is maybe capital murder. But I don't know how you do that if the actual shoot, like you have to prove, it's uh, without going too much into criminal law, and I'm not a criminal attorney, but I do know the basics, you have to prove so many levels prior to his, like, you have to prove there was a murder, okay, of course, you have to prove who, who did it, person dead, you have to prove that there was a plan to do it, you know, them people dead, so it's just, be just his word, so I'm not really sure how you're gonna get him for murder, who's gonna be a witness, who's gonna, you know what I mean, like, I don't, so I'm keeping my eye on that, because I'm not, I don't really know, I can see maybe a, accessory after, I, I don't know, I don't know how they could get him with murder, unless there's some crazy Nevada law that I don't really know about, or maybe Suge told, but I don't, I don't think so, I didn't read, it didn't seem like it. Is it possible that there are facts that are particular to the case, that the police know about that they didn't televise, that he may know, that could prove he knows more information that was out in public? No, yeah, they could prove that, but to get a murder charge on him, he didn't be the shooter, so it would have to be accessory to murder. Okay. But I'm trying to, it's felony murder or something like that, but with the actual person who committed the murder dead, not convicted of murder, right. I don't see, I'm not sure, I don't, I don't know how they would get him for murder when he was the third person in the car, didn't pull the trigger, wasn't driving, 
So, and you have not even confirmed that the that nobody's even proved whoever shot Tupac, right? right. People say it was Orlando Anderson. Fine, he dead. He been dead forever. So I don't I don't know, but I'm gonna keep my eye on it and see. Um, I just got a feeling they probably just arrested him for saying he got involved with, it and they got enough evidence to get him on something. But I don't know if it's gonna be murder. Now the other side of the story is people claiming, and I don't know if this is true, but I've seen reports where he said or or, or he has said that he was uh, paid by Diddy to do it. I've heard those rumors for years. I've never really believed those rumors because I just don't. I didn't see the point when Tupac was murdered. I don't really see what benefit Diddy would have had from having him murdered. It benefited Suj way more than Diddy to have Tupac gone because Tupac was trying to leave the label and all of that. So I just never seen the Diddy. The, I, I, my personal belief has always been that Suj was behind both of those murders. He was behind the Biggie murder and he was behind the Tupac murder. And that's why he's sitting in jail now, because he's just a thug. Um, I've always thought that Tupac was mad, swore Diddy set him up at the at the radio station. We always knew that was Haitian Jack, or at least New York people knew that was Haitian Jack. I just never seen the reason that Diddy would ever be involved with any of that. Puff was doing, I know that East Coast, West Coast shit was going, but trust me, Puff was doing just fine. He was not missing no money, and he was not, I just, I don't see him doing that shit. So, but we'll see. Um, the TV strike is finally over. <laughs> Yay. So, but I haven't seen, I don't know, I haven't seen anything. I don't really watch network TV, so maybe that's why. I know they canceled my shit, the Wonder Years, that I was upset about. But I will say, they didn't advertise that well, and I think that should have, like, I never knew it was on. I knew it came on ABC. I never knew what night of the week it came on. The only reason I would watch it, because, you know, Hulu, this is what Hulu's good for, catching the shows you miss, airing them the next day. Because, you know, I don't watch network TV. I don't know what stuff come on. So I would always catch it. I was disappointed that was canceled. It's a lot of other shows that were canceled. Um, you know, I don't know if it had to do with the strike or what. I just think that with so many people on streamer now and not so many people watching, like, there's no anchor shows to have people see the other show. Like, like Abbott with the strike, Abbott Elementary. That was an anchor show. So if you put something after that to follow, or lead into it, people will watch it. And I just don't think the, the Wonder Years had that. Um, so I'm disappointed to see that go. Because that was a good... I hope maybe maybe Netflix or maybe even Hulu. Maybe somebody else can pick it up. But y'all know me. I love... I love historical shows anyway. But I love shows about black families where it's just black people being black. And it's not always about oppression and what the white folks are doing and all that shit. Because I'm telling y'all millions of black people through all the centuries had whole last black lives and they was not fixated on white people and what the white folks was doing and, and all of that shit. I promise you. And I know down south it was a different situation, but even down there, mm-hmm. life did not always revolve around these white people killing and lynching us. So, I like anything like that. And y'all know I said, minus the sexism and misogyny in the 1950s is my favorite decade because I love the fashion and I love everybody how it just was just classy and had fucking couth and fucking decorum. Yes. And that's just my favorite decade minus all that other shit. Um, and y'all know I said before, I feel like I was, I feel like I was a man in the 50s or the 60s, like early 60s, not past 65, and somebody killed me. I don't know if it was some, some, some old lady or some old lady's <laughs> man, but I just feel like I was shot and killed by somebody. I don't know. I just feel like it. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad the TV strikes over. That, mean, that means, you know, network shows will be coming back. Um, House of the Dragon had already filmed, so they said their one, episode, their one season was going to come anyway. That's good. I can't wait till True, Te- True Detective with Jodie um, Foster comes on HBO. Uh, American Horror Story has started, and it's getting good reviews. I have not watched it yet. I'm, it's probably about four or five episodes in, so that's good. But I've heard it's really good. I heard Kim's doing a good job. I don't doubt it. I know y'all hate Kim Kardashian. I never have. She has never bothered me. Because to me, she never presented herself as anything other than what she is. And she says since 13 years old, she was going to be a star. And damn it, she made herself a star. So... And everybody swears she don't do nothing and she don't have no talent. And I'm like, okay, but all these other girls trying to do the same nothing that she does, and it ain't working out for them. So I don't know what to say. And all of y'all, 
and I know y'all saw this, all of y'all on the TL that had the Kim and Courtney clip, those of us who watch the show or who have watched the show at any time knows that Courtney is the bitch and not Kim. Those of y'all who don't watch the show were swearing Kim was dead ass wrong, but I don't watch the show. I haven't watched it in years, but my ex used to watch it, and I used to watch it with her, and it was enough to get the dynamics that Courtney is a motherfucking bitch. Y'all remember when she had the Dash store? Courtney didn't even want to work the fucking register. She didn't want to do shit. Here go your sister pulling all y'all on her back because you know Kim did. Put all the motherfucking sisters on and Courtney ain't even want to ring up the register. She been a jealous hoe since y'all know it. If y'all know that Kim is not the problem in that fucking relationship, y'all know it. Courtney is a hating ass bitch and been a hating ass, dry ass, boring ass bitch from day one. And everybody that watched the show know it. All right. So I'm saving. I know what y'all waiting for. I'm I'm, I'm saving Lashandra La for last. So I just oh, I just want to knock the other other shit out first. Um, so I have not listened to for all the dogs. That's Drake' new album just came out. The yeah. verse I just showed you this and Rihanna. Yeah. Look, she don't even be in the hip hop and rapping shit like that. She what you like? What kind of music, y'all? I like all kinds. No, of music. tell them tell them your R and B favorite. No, I'm not because you gonna clown me. I'm not gonna clown you. Just tell them one of them. I know which one you're talking about. You're talking about Kim. <laughs> My old lady listened to Kim, y'all. I was so shocked to find that out. I was like, you the black person that listened to Kim? I love him. Who else you like? Tell us who else you Hedda like. Hedda She's like very Jamel old school. Okay. I like, uh, you know, Whitney was my all-time favorite. It's everybody. What's the, give me somebody Give me somebody new and young you might like. Um, Scissor. Who? Scissor. Oh, you like Scissor? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That album's good. Um... Who else? You like, um, I didn't play you the I like a couple of Car- uh, Cardi B songs. You like what? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm a lady. I don't want to. <laughs> okay. Uh, don't do yes, that. Yes, she is a lady. In public. Yes, you are. You are a lady. You are a southern belle. Yes. Yes, ma'am. All right. What, what, what Cardi song you like? Um, that's what I like. Is that, is that oh yeah, from the album. You like um, you like Bodak Yellow, the original. These is bloody shoes. Her, her her first hit. Probably okay. I'm sure if you that's probably one you like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so let's see. Um, we might have to talk closer to the mic. Say something again. Can you hear me? All right. Yeah. Um. So. Okay. What was I saying? Oh, so Drake's um album for all the dogs came out. I didn't listen to it. Y'all know. Drake total, I'm not going to act like I don't like any of his songs. He total, he probably got 10, maybe 12 songs that I like. I might be forgetting some, maybe 15. Total, out of his entire repertoire. I have never been a Drake fan. I remember when Drake first hit the scene, I was like, oh, that's what, when um, 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 Take Care came out. I remember mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's what we doing. This this the kind of new nigga that's coming in now to kind of call the girl when he think her man not home and try to talk, like, that's not how we came up, right? Like, no, that, a nigga like that was corny. You would never get no game trying to call... This nigga call me my boyfriend at home talking about he don't treat you right, he don't do you right. Like, would you not get clowned for that? Yes. So, I feel like Drake been this nigga all along. I don't know why y'all try to act like he has suddenly become an incel. I feel like he's always been a, a he-man, woman-haters club. But this last one, just the lyrics I seen, he still heard of Rihanna. I mean, that lady... <laughs> is on with her little boyfriend, baby daddy, got two whole, they got two whole children and right. a family. And could be married for all we know, because, you know, Rihanna keeps her shit private. She wasn't even going to tell us the first baby name at all. It's just she had to beat the, the uh, paparazzi to it. We wasn't, we didn't even know that. We was calling him Baby Fenty. We didn't even know that boy name. <laughs> the second one they told us, because I was just like, well, I guess we got to tell y'all since we told the first. But, you know, Rihanna is very private. She only show you what she wants you to see. So they could be married for all we know. But clearly she's on with this dude. And this nigga is still, all these years later, with these little barrettes and shit in his hair. And like, the, you know, the late, the, the great Beijing queen said way back in 2016, none of my exes are in happy or uh, health relationships, so clearly I wasn't a problem. So, she has a point. and then she get another interview after the award show 
curve where she was like, yeah, he just basically made my award all about him, which he did. We all saw it on the stage, made it all about him, didn't have nothing to say about me. And she was like, I just don't have time for that. I don't have time to feed into a man's ego. She was like, I'll get that to my friends and my family, but I cannot get that to a man. I ain't got time for it. I, I got to make these billions. So, um, the, the, he, so I'm not going to listen to the album. I have no, int- I haven't liked the Drake album. Honestly, I have not liked a full Drake product since whatever. What's the album that one dance was on? And before that is, um, if you, if you listen, it's too late, whatever that shit was, but the one with one dance and, um, what's the name of that album? Y'all know what I'm talking about. The one that came out around 2016. That's the last full Drake. I, I hated views from the six. This nigga's 40 years old. You're rich, you're wealthy, you're Drake. Why are you still whining about girls that don't want you and curved you and dished you in your high school? Grow up. But when I saw monkey suit, Dennis, his daddy, it all made sense. <laughs> It all made sense. And I've been knowing the kind of nigga that is since then. Plus, like I said, y'all know I'm not a fan of Push T the fuck him forever. But I did, I do think uh, he, he, you're hiding a child with some real shit. Because I don't think that man was ever going to tell us about that boy right. if that shit didn't come out. Because you, now you got him everywhere like a purse. You got him everywhere. And you wasn't going to say nothing about getting that groupie pregnant. I believe that for 100%. Because if, if it was a private issue, then you would just still keep it private. We, you wouldn't still have this boy. You don't see Rihanna with her kids everywhere. So... I think you, I, ever since then, I'm like, oh, we see we see what you are, Aubrey. Okay, the other thing I want to say, so this is all I'm going to say on the subject. I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to go back and forth. Doja Cat is a weirdo. We know she's fucking weird. She came out, bitch, I'm a cow with french fries up her fucking nose. We know she's fucking weird. She took an Instagram picture with a t-shirt. I didn't even realize, apparently, y'all fucking internet sleuths dug and figured out that the dude on this t-shirt is some kind of right-wing racist comic. Now, we call her Racial Feet because Nori said, you know, when she first started coming out, he was like, what the fuck? And she'd be in racial chat rooms showing feet. So we know she was in the racial chat rooms. She said she was just in there showing feet, though, literally getting paid to show feet. She She ain't care. I personally just think Doja is a weirdo and does shit for shock value. I think a lot of artists do that. I think a lot of artists try to be, you know, anti and artsy. My only issue with it is her, Kanye with the Confederate flag, all this bullshit. Why y'all can't be artsy in a, in a, why you can't wear the Malcolm X shirt? Why you can't wear the Martin? Why can't, why can't y'all ever be edgy and against the grain on the good side? Why it always got to be some racist, anti something thing that y'all gotta be trying to stand on this is the part I don't get I and I feel I mean Doja's half black half white her mom's Jewish I really don't think that she is into that kind of shit I mean I just don't really don't if your mom is Jewish it'd be weird to me that you be in Nazi racist I think it truly was like when people when black people wear Klan shirts and all that shit I think that's what it was given but you know I don't know cause she is a weirdo but that's all I'm saying. I'm tired of like, it's so tired and corny and late that all these, fu- like, people, blacks for Trump and what has the Democrats ever done? All this fucking dumb shit that is really just dumb shit. Y'all think y'all being so smart and you're really just being contrarian. And all the contrarian is is a dummy who thinks he's smart and thinks that the way to be smart is just to say opposite. Well, oh, if they said this, I'm going to say opposite because I'm, I'm going against the grain. Nigga. Sometimes people go with the grain because the grain is the way to go. So, that's all I'm going to say on that. The album's still dope. Y'all on there cussing how I wasn't going to listen to the album anyway. Oh, don't listen to it then, fine. But I'm telling y'all, it's one of the best hip-hop albums out this year. The girl is rapidly rapping. I personally do, I don't think that she is this neo-Nazi. I just think she's just like these other artists. Just... I just wish they would cut it out. I would just say, where, where, you know, like, why can't you wear Nelson Mandela shirt? Why can't you wear power? If you want to be, if you want to be edgy and, mm-hmm. and, and show that you like, why it always got to be asshole shit? This is what I don't understand. Anyway, done with that. Wear a Malcolm shirt. God damn it. Wear Malcolm X. Be edgy like that. Wear, wear a free Palestine shirt. Be, be edgy like that. If you want to be fucking contrary, just to be contrary. All right, so 
I showed you the TikTok black girl, right? Yes. All right, so I've been dying to say this because y'all got on my nerves. The girl, if you know what I'm talking about on Twitter, so there was a girl on the, the a TikTok came to Twitter where it was a black girl from New York, and she was like, people always ask how, um, you know, young black people have all this money and we're always at brunch and spending all this money. Like, how do we do it? And she was like, I'm going to tell you, like, you know, we all have known each other. She basically went through... What I be telling y'all, like, yo, black people come in all kind of different varieties, and we're not all, we didn't all come broke in front of pride. Some of us did, but pulled ourselves out and got into other, we just come from all avenues. And people jumped down her throat. She was saying she was better than nobody. These are those bougie Jack and Jill blacks and blah, blah, blah. All she was saying was like, look. We all know each other because from way back through school, we were all, if you went to an elite university, which we all did, which we all got to through certain programs, we were all involved in different programs, so we've known each other for a very long time. And she ran down a lot of programs that I was like, if I had a kid, I would be interested in, because I know a lot of, I know a lot of people have kids, and I tell them all the time about the ABC program, they never heard of it. And I'm like, how are you a parent with a child and don't know all the educational opportunities and... I I can't stand, I feel like black people get triggered. With, if she was on there talking about how everything was racist and she can't get ahead and black people can't have none, y'all have been all up her ass. But anytime black people stand up and give just a different view, and she wasn't saying racism don't exist. She's from East New York, Brooklyn. So she was one of the actual poor kids that she mentioned. It was like, and some people don't really come from money, but they get in these programs and then they get in these circles and then they just takes them to that, that becomes their network and they can't really, they don't really network with the people they came from because y'all are not in the same circles. And all she was saying is it works the same way for black people as it does for white people. Yeah. We go to the same schools, we come up in the same programs and we just have known each other for a long time. And it's like I'll be trying to tell y'all, like, and she mentioned HBCU, so it wasn't just about some Ivy League, but she was like, good schools. So, and this is what I be trying to tell y'all when y'all got mad at the teacher for the TikTok, talking about how your kids is in seventh grade and can't read no fourth. Like, y'all love to come running with the pitchforks and defend bullshit and defend piss poor and always got an excuse why you can't meet the bare minimum. That every generation before you, even our grannies and great grannies who was some of them straight out the fields, right. could still read and write and add. And, and speak proper English and go to the store and, and know how to fucking act like a, a civilized person. Anytime you want to defend some fuck shit, here y'all come. But when people, black people in particular, don't want to present another way, then we got to hear all these goddamn shit. So I played it for you because you didn't know what I was talking about. Right. And, I, and I wanted, like, what was your, when you saw that, did you feel like she was trying to be elitist or trying to make herself better than anybody? Not at all. I felt like she was giving an explanation since the question was posed of how this came to be. And I don't see how she was down, you know, downgrading anybody or trying to act like she was above anybody. She was just simply explaining. And a lot of people take offense to that because they're triggered because they're not on that level. See why we getting married? See what I'm saying? <laughs> look, look, I ain't, now look, I ain't even had to say that. Said that on the fucking own. See, y'all say I be saying people haters and calling people dumb and, and raised by roaches. But it's the truth. A lot of motherfuckers be jealous and envious and they and, and they want to make everything into a social justice movement and, and, and some kind of slight. Just like if I say I don't like fat bitches, um, you want to call me fat phobic. I'm not fat fucking phobic. I ain't say y'all bitches should die in the pit. I said I don't want to date you. I'm not attracted to it. Motherfuckers can't take rejection. I'm telling you, it goes. I have a theory. Everything goes back to everybody gets a trophy. Because oh yeah, I hate that. When we stop telling people you didn't win, you wasn't the best. You can go back and try again, but it ain't no crying to baseball. That person is better at this than you are, and you can so practice. try harder. Try harder. Work harder. Yes. Get up earlier. Run faster. Mm-hmm. That's it. What sports you played? You didn't play sports. You was what a cheerleader? No, I was a majorette. A majorette, y'all. I got me a Southern Bell majorette. <laughs> was you good at it? Very. Was you the head? Yes. You, what, what, what was your thing you did? A baton or? I could do all of that. Yes, flags. My dance. Okay. But I, I, I did play sports, just not uh, like in school. I wasn't on any teams. I was always a tomboy. So I was always playing some type of sport. Football in the yard with my cousins who are all boys. So, yeah. I mean, I know how to play sports. I just, it just wasn't my thing. You could throw a baseball, right? Yes, I can. Because I could not be with nobody. But I suck at dribbling. I know. We said we're going to work on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, um, Y'all know I play sports. 
not to toot my own horn, but just so y'all know, because I be doing, I ain't trying to make it like I'm Tom Brady and no shit, but I did, I was a three-sport varsity athlete, all state and all that, and I had a varsity since ninth grade. I started in ninth grade in all my sports and had three-letter varsities as a freshman, just saying. <laughs> did all-star, all-state, all that in basketball, just saying. All right, so now here come the meat. Here come the nitty-gritty. So, my one of my favorites, I have two, yes, I have two favorite lesbian couples. The first one is Niecy Nass and Jessica Best. They be on Instagram. The second one was um, LaShondra and Rayshondra and them on TikTok. I don't remember how I came across them. I think I usually find TikToks when somebody bring it to Twitter. And I, we all been following them for a while I thought they was funny, thought they was a good couple. Well, apparently, it been a lot of shit we ain't know about. Apparently, I mean, we still don't really know LaShondra's real name. Apparently, she's a scammer and been scamming. And when this story broke, a whole lot of people was coming like, yo, she, because it was another one I saw recently where this other girl had pictures of LaShondra from way back, I guess, when she was in L.A. She was way thinner. She didn't have dreads yet. She was younger, but it was definitely her. And apparently she did this to another lady before. So this is like she's a known scammer. The other dude spent $50 of his own money, which was crazy to me. So if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, this couple on TikTok, lesbian couple, they're getting divorced. Rayshondra is the one. If You, you might have seen her. You might not have known that she was part of a couple, but if you ever seen her TikToks where she sits at the board and, sh and starts explaining the thing, and she was like, now... Let me explain to y'all why y'all need to mind this business. It's really mm -hmm. very simple. Let's check the board. That's Rayshondra. Lashondra was her wife she married to. So she gets on, I think it was like a week and a half ago. She pops, and I only knew because Aram, shout out to Aram. Aram sent it to me because I don't really check TikTok that often. Like, I check it sometimes because um, I don't really follow that many people on there. And I've really been checking it only to see. I, I think, I can't figure out if, if Kaylani broke up with her, with UConn or not. I think they probably did. If they didn't, it went way underground. But she stopped following her, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that means they broke up. But anyway, so um, Rayshonda came on and was saying, hey, guys, look, it's been a rough 30 days. I, I was contemplating if I should talk to y'all about this, how I should talk, you right? Mm -hmm. How I should talk to y'all about this. But she told us she's getting a divorce. That's all she said, though. She said she would explain later. So, you know, I automatically went to cheat. And I was like, oh, must have been some cheating. Must have been something. And everybody's like, yeah, it must have been something egregious. Because she said she filed for divorce. We was like, oh, it must have been something egregious. If you file for divorce that fast, like, oh, this this is over, over. So I assumed it was cheating. Went to LaShondra page because they keep separate pages. And LaShondra just on their pre, you know, she a pastor. Now, my old lady... She, she, she from the South, so you know Southern people, they have church in their culture, she go to church. I don't trust gay pastors, though. I don't trust gay clergy people. It's just strange to me. It's the spirit of confusion. So I'm already, <laughs> I'm already just, anytime I see that, I'm just a little, because it's like, it's one thing to go be a part of something that's not necessarily welcome to you, fine. You could twist it how you want, you know, just, you know, have how, build the church however you want. This is welcoming. We don't accept that. I got that. But when you a part of the institute, to me, it's like being a black Klansman, to me. Like, I just don't get it. Like, I understand people, some people, they, they like the fellowship, they like church, they like the word to make them feel good. I get that, no problem. But taking it a step further, now I'm going to be a priest, now I'm going to be a pastor, knowing... Mm -hmm the history of that institution and how they not even historically to this day, a lot of them still treat and talk about LGBT people. Yes. It's just weird to me. So I'm already looking at her shady. Plus that's the first reason. Plus y'all know generally if you're going to be a pastor, if you're going to be a bishop, you're going to be a deacon, a deaconess, whatever all these titles are, I'm going to need you to have the proper paperwork credentials. You're going to have to go to divinity school, whatever yeah, it is. Something. Whatever is, whatever is required for them to put that collar on you officially or... what? Y'all don't wear collars. Yes, some of them. Okay, them. whatever. You know what I'm saying? What's that, what they call them in y'all church? The preacher. 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 All right. Preacher. I need you to have gone to school and done the shit. Too many of these pastors and preachers be just stood up there calling themselves pastors and preachers and people start listening to them and they got all kind of bullshit not saying that the one not saying that the ones that have the paperwork can't but you know what I'm saying like you went through some kind of vetting process you have some kind of schooling in actual religion not just up there saying your opinion and saying what the fuck you want to say and and using God to justify it right 
I, I've never, I, I, I will never attend a church with a pastor who ain't got no pastor papers, whatever it's called. Where'd you go to school? Okay, which divinity school did you go to? What, what, I don't know how y'all do a convocation. I know it's some kind of way that people get called reverend officially. Yes, they have to be licensed. Right, that shit. So I was already looking at Ashanta Sideway because I like I know she ain't no goddamn. She just calling herself a pastor. I know she ain't no goddamn pastor for real. So, but I was like, okay, they seem like an odd couple. But I will say, well, let me tell you why they broke up first. So she came back a couple of days later, and it wasn't well. This story is layered. She came back a, a couple of days later, and she said that she told what story what happened at this juncture. There was no cheating or infidelity alleged. What she said was she came home from work one day or no, back from came from somewhere. It was a piece of paper on the door. She said her and her daughter was in the car. Her daughter said, Mom, what's that on the door? She was like, I don't know. Walk up to the door. It's an eviction notice. Now, time Paul sidebar. This is why I tell people mm-hmm. all the time, do not let social media gas you up. Do not let social media have you feel like you're not doing well enough, you're not doing enough, or oh, look where they're going, or look what they're doing, because number one, a lot of these people be scammers. Number two, a lot of these people be fucking prostitutes. And number three, a lot of these people don't be living the way you think they did, because I had no idea that that house was rented. I thought they owned that house. <laughs> so did Rayshonda, according to her story. She did not realize they were renting either. LaShondra told her she bought the house got the eviction notice because they have been three months behind on rent, water, bills, everything. Rayshonda says she ain't know nothing about it. Now, people were saying that they don't believe it, and they think, and I'm like, I do believe it, and I'm going to tell you why. Y'all know I'm a skeptical as a motherfucker. But sometimes when people tell a story, it, it got holes and stuff that don't make sense. But some things, sometimes when people tell a story, the things that don't make sense fit right along with a true story, as opposed to, nigga, you leaving a whole part of this out. They, they, they ain't nobody gonna just do that for nothing. Something happened you're not telling us about, right? It, 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 it's not like that. Plus, when you marry somebody, now I was raised to never turn over your finances completely to somebody. Correct. And I had that, in, I mean, my nana, my daddy, everybody told me that. But if you marry somebody and, and you should be able to trust them to pay the bills because we both gonna be out if you don't. So she says that, they got the eviction notice she had no idea because she had been putting her half of what she was supposed to pay into the account, and it was coming out of the account. LaShondra said she was paying the bills. So, I mean, as far as she knew, okay, well, the money was in there. The money went out. She thought she was paying the bills. She wasn't paying the bills. So she said that she went down to the office. The guy at the office is telling her all this shit, and she was like, okay, what do I need to do? The man was like, you need to pay this past amount, but I don't know if they're going to let you stay. She was like, what you mean if they, if we paid off? She was like, this is not the first time y'all been behind like this. Y'all been behind like this several times. And the people are just tired of it, and now they're filing for eviction. And she's like, what? I've been paying it. But he was like, so she says this on, on, on the TikTok live. And she's like, and, you know, she said that she stole her money because she said that she stole her money. She was like, I took the 27, I'm sending you money to pay bills. You're not paying the bills, so where's the fucking money going? Like, and she was like, this is the money I work for. Hmm. So, LaShondra is a property manager, if you know that. She managed a property down wherever they live. I think they live in Louisville, I'm not really sure. Um, so when she posted, so tick, uh, Twitter, just a, we all like, oh girl, she was stealing the money, and I was like, look, you know when stuff happens and you look back and you the stuff that you noticed before that you didn't really pay much attention to, I did notice that LaShondra was really cheap. And to me, that's a character flaw. People that are cheap is a character flaw. It's never just cheap. It's a, it's a personality type. It comes out in a lot of different other ways. They stingy. They selfish. They never want to uh, give extra. They never want to do nothing special. Them cheap people, are. it's a character flaw. It's a huge red flag for me. I don't want to deal with nobody cheap. I'm not talking about living within your means. I'm not talking about not over. I'm talking about people down like the Chandra and them. We down to the Walmart and you telling me I can't get the $29.99 pillow. I got to get the $12 pillow because it's $12. Don't tell We already in Walmart, bitch. This already the cheapest it's going to be. Don't tell me what kind of pillow I can get. If I want to get the $20 pillow to rest my head on because this $12 pillow is hard and cheap, I'm getting the $20 pillow. Right. I ain't trying to buy a five hundred dollar pillow when it's a when it's a 
30, that's, you know, you understand what I'm saying? The difference between like, because some people don't get that. I'm not saying overspend. I'm saying cheap. Cheap mean you just always, you don't, re, you don't recognize quality and you don't recognize nuance. And I say that's a character flaw because that carries into other areas of people's life. If you don't recognize quality and you don't recognize nuance, you know, you treating this one the same way you treated the last one the same way you treat the next one because you don't understand, A, you get somebody good, you don't treat them like a jump off. Or y'all probably think I'm stretching, but I'm telling you. It's a character flaw. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Cheap is a very, very... I've never known a person that was cheap that wasn't like that in other aspects of their life. So, I can agree with that. All right. So, um, so I noticed that. I was like, damn, because one of the few... I mean, just every TikTok, they'd be in the store, and she'd be like, no, you can't get that. Why not? Because these are 2 $4. Get these. She was like, I don't want that. I want this one. That kind of stuff. I'm not going to get something I don't want just because it's cheaper. And back to what you said about living within your means. If you have the money to buy better, and that person wants it, why is it an issue? It's right. Not, it's not going to break you. It's not going to break the bank. Why would you not buy it? Because things of quality aren't always coming at a discount. Exactly. They usually don't come at a discount. Exactly. And you gotta understand people gotta some people don't understand that. I like I can't like when you was in school, I used to hate it. Why you wear why y'all wearing them label purses? It's the same purse. It's not the same it purse. Is not. That is cheap plastic. This is quality leather. That's so sloppy. This is so nice. That bag is gonna be tore up and stretched out in a year. And peeling. And peeling. <laughs> this bag, if you ever in the in a crunch, you're gonna be able to put it online and sell it for around the same amount that you got it for because they don't, depending on the bag, Birkins always go up. Louis Vuitton pretty much keep their value. There's certain bags, that it, it's so it's a difference. Oh, well, they all made in China. Yeah, they all made in China, but they don't mean they made exactly the same. Correct. So, I've just, I've never, I can't, the kind of people that they don't want to buy Kool-Aid, they buy Flavor Aid, bitch. No. If you don't bring <laughs> me my Kool-Aid in this fucking house. Or fruit rings instead of fruit loops. Right. Don't nobody want that. They you, fade in the milk. You say 15 cents <laughs> for this horrible experience. <laughs> I wasn't worth my breakfast my breakfast time wasn't worth 15 cents. <laughs> I gotta hit, you sit here eating this fucking welfare ass wick cereal. <laughs> Miserable. Can't start my day off right. These fruity O's instead of fruit loops. For this colored milk and these right. faded loops. So you can save 15 fucking cents. That type of shit. Um, yeah, so, so that's what she said, so, that kicked it off, so, and it was, girl, this shit had me in a chokehold, and I know I wasn't the only one, because it was no, like, it wasn't pieced together, we had to look at different TikToks, and different people was doing different shit off, off her story, so, the next thing after that, people started coming on TikTok, like, hey, I've been, we've been trying to tell you, talking to Rashonda, we've been trying to tell you, like, I DM'd you, it was people, so it was people that live in the complex that LaShondra manages, okay. that were coming, like, girl, we've been trying to tell you, we've been knew she a fraud, because she's been over here frauding us, and that's when one of her tenants, Miss Vera, was saying, she was like, yes, I try. She kept calling her Miss Rayshonda. What you know? What I I will say. Everybody that was talking about this, that followed them on TikTok, Twitter, everywhere else, that was talking about it, nobody was disrespectful. Everybody was like, "Oh, why?" Even the dudes, nobody was like doing the gay shit. Everybody's like, "Oh, wife," and and they was met like everybody was just respecting, and I appreciated that because I noticed that straight people, do gay straight gays, everybody, the white people, everybody was like, "Oh my god!" And then her wife was like, nobody was being funny about it. So um. So the so Miss Vera, over where Lashandra works at, was like, "Yo, I," she had Lashandra on live, mm -hmm. and she was like, "Yo, I DM'd you a year ago and tried to tell you something, and it was funny when she said that because one of the things that Lashandra had posted after she did that video, she was like, "Yeah, you fooled me once, shame on me, fooled me twice." So somebody was like, "Something happened in 2021 that she looked that she forgave." And so when Miss Vera came up, everybody was like, oh, that's what she was talking about. Because Miss Vera said she hit her in the DMs and told her that LaShondra was over there um, um, going, um, taking people's rent, uh, Section 8 rent, in Cash App, in her Cash App, which is highly illegal. Yes. Like, pay me your rent on Cash App and charging them less and taking the money. 
And um, and she was like, and I seen her, her baby daddy live over there, and she, he ain't he he paying her rent, he paying her his rent through Cash App. Your brother to pay, so she found Rayshonda found her from her brother. After that, the brother had been doing the same thing because her brother lived over there. She was like, yeah, I've been paying her through Cash App for a year. Then Miss Vera said, and there's some lady over there she be getting in the truck with. The truck started rocking. So I was trying to tell you, hey, your wife is over here cheating. So it was like all these people from that complex was like, oh, we had big complaints about her. They was like, all of us around here was filing police reports because we thought we was getting burglarized because people said they shut our home come and find out. LaShondra and the maintenance man was keying into... Of people's like, because you, you can't do that. You gotta let the you gotta let right. the tenant know, right. and they have to give you permission to enter. Right. She said they weren't doing that. They were just walking people's apartments. She was like, one time I was in the shower, and she just walked in my apartment, and she's like, what the fuck y'all doing? And she was like, so it's a lot of young girls over there. Like a lot of young people live over there that might not know no better. She was like, but I, this ain't my first apartment, so I went and I made a complaint. Like you cannot come into my apartment without my permission. Blah blah blah. And um, she got LaShondra on tape, like, well, you signed the paperwork. She was like, I didn't sign any paperwork. I signed a lease. I didn't sign any paperwork that gives you permission to come in my apartment at any time without my permission. That's not legal. Right. And so and she said, people's was, we thought we had a burglar. Turns out these motherfuckers going in people's apartments taking shit. So that was Miss Vera. Then everybody had a story. They was like, yeah, she be over there flirting. Everybody know her over there. So then... um. Another person did some digging. The guy that I showed you, he paid $50, which was wild. I wouldn't pay my own money. But he was like, I'm sorry. I just was obsessed. I had to get to the bottom of it. Pulled her um, record up. She got like 50-some aliases. All these um, addresses done filed for bankruptcy before them been to jail before for fraud. So then that's when Rayshonda came back with this new information now. And she said, she said, I had just came back from the fashion week at Atlanta and she said, but when I was at Atlanta and then it tied right up to LaShondra's video. Cause LaShondra was like, yeah, I was in Atlanta at the car. So we knew she wasn't lying. Like, Oh, this is the one LaShondra was just talking about when they went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And she said, so I'm standing there and with my friend and she said, one of the, one of the um, people came over and was like, Hey, to my friend, because they had this church thing. I see you have LaShondra in your church now. Because the thing is, a lot of these people didn't know LaShondra was famous on TikTok. So they don't know them from TikTok. They just know them random. So that's people like, well, why wouldn't anybody say anything? Because everybody are not on TikTok, and they didn't know that. Even Miss Vera said she didn't know she was on TikTok. She was like, when I found out that she was TikTok famous, she was like, that's when I, I had to start my own TikTok so I could see her TikTok to see if it was who, who, I, who they was talking about. So she said, Rissandra said the lady came over and was like to her friend who was also a pastor, hey, I see you got LaShondra in your church. And the lady was like, yeah, she was like, you know, LaShondra stole from us. She was like, yeah, in L.A., when she was at our church, she stole from us. We pressed charges on her for fraud, so don't let her near your money. Wow. And Rayshondra standing there like she ain't know none of this. She ain't know nothing about the fraud. She ain't know nothing about none of this. So she finds this out in Atlanta, so, that's, so she's putting this all together on live now. So... Um, the dude, the TikToker that I said that paid the fifty dollars, he bought up this this um, all these past addresses. He bought up all these. We don't even know her name. She got all these different aliases. They go way back um, from L.A. They saw they showed the charge and all of that. So and the whole time, the charge not saying nothing on her TikTok. She just preaching. And that's when I was like, you guilty. Mm-hmm. Even before I was like, anytime a nigga go straight to Bible, straight to preaching, lean not on your own understanding. I understood you did that shit. You guilty as fuck. Because you would defend yourself if you wasn't. Or you ain't got to, you know, you be like, look, this is personal business right now. It's two sides. Whatever this fuck niggas be saying. But as soon as you go straight to preaching, you fucking lying. So he looked it up. Then another person after that from California was like, yes, I've been also trying to tell. So people have been saying they've been hit, they've been DMing Rayshonda, but she was happily married, so she ain't want to hear it or whatever. Fine, but people said, "Listen, we've been trying to let you know, girl, because and they had she had pictures like here she go with my mom and she and she pulled the same bullshit, and it was Rashonda. She was thinner, younger, not gray and shit. Mm-hmm. They was like, yeah, she pulled the same shit with my mama. She a known scammer. We know all about her here in L.A. and Lancaster. She done did this shit all over. So I'm like, damn. But I know if she is taking that um 
Section 8 money. She's going to jail. She's going to jail because that is illegal. That is the uh, embezzlement the federal, of federal, federal funds. Yep. So, all I know is, all I'm going to say is, one of the re- I'm just not a, I'm not a social, I don't never have my people on social media anyway. you probably not going to see her a lot on social. You want, you want, you want to tell, can I, you tell, like, yeah. about how we swung back. Like, you want to tell, like, how we got back hooked up or, you know. <laughs> Well, um, to be honest, I don't even know why she was on my heart and my mind the way that she was, but I couldn't shake it. And anytime somebody's on my heart and my mind, they stay in my head. I know that I need to reach out to them for whatever reason. And every time I have it, it's been for a purpose. And so I've always thought about her throughout the years. And like she said before, we kept in touch, you know, randomly here and there dating other people, um, but this particular time, I couldn't shake it. I don't know what it was about. And I was like, I need to call her. I need to hear her voice. I need to know she's okay. And so when I called, I left the voicemail message, which I never do. And she <laughs> texted me thinking it was... I was in the barbershop. <laughs> and the call came... Because they had been... We do stay in touch. But it had been like a oh, long few time, years yeah. since the last time. So, you know, I was like, damn, these scammers done got good. They using the contact numbers now. Because <laughs> I was like, she, why would she call? I figured she would text or something like... So, I, yeah, so I didn't answer. Went to voicemail, and then... And then, so she texted me and was like, hey, was this you? And I was like, yeah, it was me. She was like, what's wrong? Is, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, everything's fine. I just wanted to hear your voice. I was just checking in. And she said, well, I'll call you after I leave the, you know, the barbershop. So she called. We talked that time for, you know, a few minutes. She had an event. You had an event that night, right? Yeah. And so then, um, I think it was like a couple... I didn't hear anything from her for like a couple of weeks, and she sent some random text. <laughs> then it was like another two weeks, and it was a random text. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, well, maybe she's with someone. You got to keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> maybe she's with someone and she's really committed and she just doesn't want no, to well, make it seem that. like she was, you know, trying no. to engage with some. I'm know, not a cheater. Right. With some random ex from the past. And so I was like, okay, well, it was, it was, you know, good enough to me at that moment just to know she was okay and that um, I was settled knowing there was nothing going on in her life that was negative. And then you called, right? On the phone. Because y'all know I don't like talking on the phone. At all. And so she called, and we started talking. We started catching up. And (laughs) can I tell my part? Yeah. So we broke up. I can tell this. Mm -hmm. I broke up. We broke up because she broke up with me. And I thought it was for, this was, right before I went to law school, right? Like 06? Yes. Okay. And I thought it was for one reason. But it was for other reason. I some of the part of it I knew, but I didn't know the extreme of it. But she had like, again, she's from the south. You come from a very religious. You from Macon, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Come a very religious family. Very, I won't say churchy, but very religious family. Mm-hmm. Like your grandma was real religious, right? Everybody, everybody. everybody. They 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 Bible folks. I'm talking about Bible thumping. Yeah. So it was you know a family full of preachers and evangelists and prophetesses and <laughs> yeah all, all that, that. Yep. they Baptist too they the, they, yes. they the real they they Baptist you know my grandma was AME that it's a it's Mm-mm. levels to that shit I came from hell and damnation that's that's all Baptist was preaching at that time hell yeah. and damnation yeah that's so <laughs> so that's a lot of pressure when you try and be with a woman doing homosexual rigmarole <laughs> that's a that's a lot of pressure so uh, it was a lot of stress on you right and she's mm-hmm. like the I don't want to this might, I don't want to sound like it's, she like the successful one of her family. That's right. Like, you the one that's not still in Georgia. You, you yes. Join Marine Me Corps. Me and my younger sister. Her, her younger sister got, you know, her sister, that's another story. But oh, she, yeah. she moved out too. But, you know, Marine Corps, clearance, all that shit. So um, it opens you up to different things, different cultures, different people, different races, different religions. So I think that was the best thing for me and, and not speaking for anyone else that helped me to to basically plant my feet and, and create my own identity versus someone telling me what my identity should be. And so, but it's, even when we first got together, though, I was still in that vein where I felt like even though this is where my heart is, there was that, that religious side pulling me saying, hey, you're not doing the right thing, you're not doing the right thing. And I, I was wrestling with that. Um, and not just that, it was some other deep personal trauma type things that I was wrestling with that I did not express. I didn't tell you about those things at the time. They were shameful, they were embarrassing, and they were just traumatizing. And so with all of that going on at the same time, 
I just I couldn't process it. All. And and they was fucking with her in the Marine Corps because this oh, was yeah. back. Don't ask, don't tell, which is another. It had nothing to do with me, mm-hmm. but it was we had this bullshit CEO. She lasts for like what a year? Did she mm-hmm. even last a year? Right at a year. Everybody hated her. Everybody hated her ass. She got her. They sent her ass down yeah. the road because she sent her packing because yeah. she was getting on everybody's nerves. Like yeah. sis, we don't do that here. Yeah. So so it was you, just a lot going on. Yeah, and so um, and I I, I didn't know how to articulate my. I didn't know how to articulate my trauma, my pain, or the process. And so, in my mind, the best thing to do is just just walk away, just walk away, just leave it, because I couldn't, I just couldn't handle it all at that at that time. I wasn't emotionally mature, and I wasn't mentally mature enough to just process it and express myself the way um, an adult should. Um, and so, it took years, and we 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 didn't end the relationship like we were enemies, like we hated each other because we kept, you know. I was a little bad. I was a little salty. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> you were a lot mad, actually. I was big mad. And you should have been because of the way I handled it. The way I handled it was foul. It was It was just... Uh, that's the only relationship, and, and I can say this honestly, hands down, the only relationship I regretted ending. Every other relationship, yes, those relationships <laughs> should have ended. I was correct. <laughs> I don't do... Go- I don't circle back. I never <laughs> regretted it a day of my life because when I'm in something... I'm in it for the long haul, and I'm going to give it everything I have until I know for sure, okay, this is not going to work. This is done. So when I walk away, there's no going back. And I always warn them, hey, when I'm done, I'm not coming back. I don't care what you say. Jesus and a host of angels can sit on my bed and be like, hey, that's your boo. No, it's not. Sorry, Jesus, you ain't right about this one. That's not the one. So when I'm done, I'm done. But she was the only person I never felt done with, but I just figured I messed up so bad. She's never going to take me back. She's never going to want me back. I'm never going to have the avenue. I'm just going to have to accept that I fucked that one up. And she's just going to be my friend from a distance. I'm never going to be able to have that back. And then I called. We started talking. And we had an adult conversation. I explained what the actual issues were. And I think just those, those years of distance, maturity, because you grew a lot too. You grew a lot, so don't just put it all on me. You grew a lot, and I'm very appreciative of that. Because <laughs> Kelly is something else. So. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know it. You know it. I ain't say I wasn't. A handful. And so the conversations that we are able to have now, we were not able to have then. Um, and I think just being where we are in life, being more mature, having the experiences we've had, the distance, dating other people, and realizing, oh my God, the dating pool sucks. Yeah. I don't it's care full if it's of piss men. And turds. Yes, I don't care if it's men or women. The dating pool absolutely sucks right now. Cause we Gen X, y'all know, we the last. I don't care. Y'all gonna get mad, millennials. I'm so <laughs> sorry. We the last generation. I swear to God, built like we built. Everybody else ain't built like us, and we just. I mean, like. Is is I try to be I, I try to be open minded, but like I tell her all the time, I I try to be open minded, but I feel like once you get to a certain age, open minded changes. Like open minded, where yes. look, you do your thing. I that's right. And I'm not judging you for, it, but I ain't fucking with certain shit at right. this age because I just know that ain't for me. Right. I don't like that shit. That new, all this splitting dates and all this new shit y'all doing that mm-hmm. I ain't how that ain't how mm-hmm. we came up we we was outside mm-hmm. we had to we had to walk across the room and ask the girl to dance or get asked to dance by Period. a boy yes. and then you had to say no or yes or walk out there and everybody mm-hmm. had to watch y'all dance like we 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 were raised very differently we fought we we went outside we should be out on our bikes we ain't never come back to the street light was on like That's we it. we we socialized and we had a normal socialization problem. We wasn't on the games all day. We had video games. Right. But it wasn't no sitting on at some point, especially in the summertime, y'all better get off them damn games and go outside. Absolutely. Don't come back in here to the lights on. Go Absolutely. out and play. Absolutely. Go out and run and get play. Get some fresh air and some sun, some right. air. Get out of here. Right. Um, yeah, so I think, though, um, just with me and my spiritual walk, um, I stopped leaning on people telling me who God was versus just figuring out who he was to me and my personal relationship with him. And the the model in my mind of what a marriage or relationship should look like was flawed. 
and not saying that men and women shouldn't be together. I'm not gay against straight at all. I'm not like that <laughs> at all. <laughs> I feel like you should love whoever you love. Whoever's for you is for you, right? And in my conversation with God, my development, my relationship with him, I opened myself up to, to figuring out who he was from to me and for me and what it meant for my life versus someone telling me what that should look like. And in doing that... I couldn't ignore what I still felt for her and that it never went away. No matter who I dated, whether it was a man or a woman, no matter who I was with, it just, it just wouldn't die. Like it just would not go away. And so having that door open back up and walking through that door, um, I don't regret not one day of it. It was like we never missed the beats. Like we came back better. And, and we was always cool. This, this, yes. this nigga right here would laugh. <laughs> I want, Lou, if you listen to this, y'all, boy, we laugh at the same inappropriate shit. All the time. I can tell a, I tell a dark-ass joke. She gonna be the first one to fucking laugh. <laughs> we got the same situation. We was both in the Marines. If you know anything about Marines, like, we a different breed. You know what I mean? Like, so we got that in common. So she always been my favorite. But I just want to go on record. She said date men and women, because y'all say I be bashing the bisexuals, and I be talking shit. I don't. I just don't believe everybody that's bisexual said that is, so... I'm just y'all see. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't be discriminating against y'all. I just think some of y'all is faking and phony. That's all. Y'all, y'all don't be for real, for real. Right. And I don't think you have to have some. In order for you to make a relationship work, I don't think that y'all have to like exactly the same things. I don't think you have to believe in all the same things. There needs to be yes, a common ground of decency and and more thought process, in my opinion. But I love her for who she is, the way she is, and we do not agree on a lot of things. <laughs> but it is not. She a Steelers fan. Yes, I am. She's an Eagles fan. <laughs> She's iPhone. I'm Samsung. Um, what else? <laughs> Green bubbles. Whatever. So it's just that I'm me being able to. Accept, she like Kim. I do. I do. I really do. I like him Ooh, quite a bit. Girl. Don't start, don't start, don't do that. Mm. No, please don't do him that. That's this, how he this sounds. Well, he like chopped me in the throat. I can sound like him. Go ahead. So, learning to accept her for who she is and how she is. You know, when you love someone, your job isn't to change them. Your 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 role in their life is to enhance their life, to make them feel like life is better with you in it, not to come into their life and redecorate everything about the way they think and everything they do because that's just not love. It's not my job to change her. And I appreciate and love the fact that she accepts me for who I am, how I am, and she doesn't ask me to be anybody other than me. And so, you know, in that vein, we're, we could, we've always been connected. And I think the connection just got stronger because we are in a better place now in our lives, and this is just a prime time for us to be together and live that thing out. And she a Libra, y'all. Her birthday is October 5th. Woohoo! And <laughs> she lives in Waldorf. She lives in Maryland. So we're doing long distance right now. This is, I don't know, we're trying to figure it out. Because y'all know I want to go to California. And I'm bound to determine. And she, I mean, she she got a house. Very proud of her. Been had it for years. <laughs> she do adult shit. Like, I'm like, damn, you like grown, grown. I, I, I ain't. But um, I ain't got to do adult shit too. I ain't even got a fucking car no more. I sold that shit. Well, you live in New York. Who needs a car in New York? Seriously. True. Um, but anyway, don't worry, y'all. This ain't going to be the couples podcast. I just thought this was the easiest way because I know I've been flaking on y'all a little bit and I'm going to flake some more because we tr- we're we we're doing our, our, our due, right, in mm-hmm. March. Yeah. It's going to be very small. We're not doing the whole Woolapaloo. So for y'all ass, no, y'all can't be there. We're going to uh, probably throw, we're going to go on a, a extended honeymoon. Mm-hmm. But we're probably going to throw, like, because her friends are in Maryland. Mine's are here for the most part. So we're probably going to do, like, two separate dinners. Because I haven't met too many of your friends. I've no, met you know, Yeah, you know, you've known her for years. So. I, but that's it. I don't know none of the rest of them. And um, you don't know none of my friends. No. Because they so fucking busy. Except for the ones you had before, like Will and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They so fucking busy. World fucking travelers can't never be around when you up here. But <laughs> we'll, um, we'll, we'll figure something out. But anyway, yeah, y'all. So that's what's been keeping me. Because when you're long distance, you got to be on the phone a whole lot. And, you know, going back and forth. So that's when I've been running back and forth to D.C. I know y'all like why well, I've been in D.C. That's why. Um, still hate that area, but anyway, <laughs> um, 
And I just wanted her to jump on here so that y'all could see what been going on. And I'm not going to up, yeah, I'm nothing changing. I'm not going to update y'all. We're not going to be on the IG. We're not, I just, when it happened, you'll see, we'll probably post that on Instagram when it happened and y'all will know. But I really wasn't going to tell y'all. But, I, you know, I, I, I get on here a lot and I talk about it's the difference between being private and being sneaky. And I feel Absolutely. like when people have whole shit going on they don't tell people about major shit that's being sneaky as opposed to being private so now y'all know i'm engaged that's all y'all gonna know though until i give y'all whatever i'm gonna give y'all next i heard a voice though so she a real person <laughs> not some venture i ain't got no ventriloquist dummy sitting on my leg right now it's like a real real person mm-hmm. um all right so did we cover everything i think we did we did you did a good job well, thank you you're welcome um so that's it. This is episode 345. I don't believe I said that at the beginning. Uh, thanks for asking Kel's podcast. Um, I appreciate y'all rocking with me. I appreciate y'all having patience through these lulls. Although, like I said, I gave y'all one last week. And see, like I told y'all before, sometimes it's to the benefit when I wait. Because if I hadn't waited, this LaShondra shit would have dropped after I dropped the episode. And that would have been tragic. So sometimes when I pause, it's for the better. Um... So, like me, rate me, tell a friend. I appreciate y'all listening. I appreciate y'all at me with the episode. Follow me on Instagram. I really do. I swear, I'll be surprised how many people actually listen to this podcast. Because I swear it'd just be me and, like, my four friends. But <laughs> um, I appreciate, appreciate y'all for listening. Like me, rate me, tell a friend. Talk to y'all next week. God bless. Good night.